Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? We doing all right? Temperature check. I'm doing okay, making it through the week, excited for the weekend up ahead. This weekend, I think we're gonna cook some Italian food. I'm not a big chef, you guys, but we love Italian food, so we're gonna give it a whirl. I'll let you guys know how that works for us. What's new with me? What have I been up to? This past week, it's been pretty standard. Today I'm going to a baseball game with my company, so I'm very excited about that. That should be a good time. Other than that, this past weekend was actually an amazing one for a couple different reasons. I decided to go home, surprise my sister. Her and her boyfriend were there, and I had not been home in a long time. And one of my favorite things to do in the summer is just to be at home. I know that that sounds very basic, but for me, there are so many positive memories equated to summer times at home. Me and my whole family were there a lot together, which does not happen very much anymore. And I'm fortunate that I'm going to be able to see my brother in August for a wedding. Me and my boyfriend are going to go to LA for it, so I'll see him relatively soon. But I wasn't sure when I was going to see my sister again. So made the impromptu trip home, and I'm so glad that I did. I was literally only there Friday and Saturday. Came back to Chicago very early on Sunday. So quick trip, but we had the laziest days. It just hung out in the sun. My dad cooked burgers. We went in the pool. I got to see my dog, who I miss immensely. All around, nice to rejuvenate, reset. And then like I said, on Sunday, I came back and had very fun plans. We went on a boat. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Seriously, perfect weather. Could not have asked for a better day to do that. It was so fun. And that was really my full weekend. I feel like it felt really long because I did so much. And that is my favorite thing. I will say though, now I'm kind of ready to just relax. So that's what we're doing this weekend. Italian dinner and relaxation. It's about the balance, you guys. That's really all that's new with me, so let's get right into what's hot this week. First story, a little bit of tech news. According to HypeBay.com, Apple to allow drivers to pay for gas using CarPlay. Apple's upcoming version of CarPlay will allow users to pay for gas from inside their cars. Teased at the tech giant's WWDC event last month, the updated feature is being built in partnership with energy company H.F. Sinclair, rolling out at gas stations across the United States. According to Reuters, the software will be updated this coming fall with iOS 16. H.F. Sinclair's senior vice president of marketing shared, quote, We are excited by the idea that consumers could navigate to a Sinclair station and purchase fuel from their vehicle navigation screen. H.F. Sinclair operates over 1,600 gas stations in the country, marking a big step for Apple in the automotive category as it continues to develop a fully self-driving car. I think that this is so interesting. The idea that you don't have to get out of your car to pay for gas, it may seem like something kind of small, but all of these little advancements I feel like do contribute to the overall goal of that self-driving car or of humans doing, I guess, less work, which I guess I don't know how I fully feel about that, but it's interesting to note that it's happening and it happens in very subtle ways. This one, it does feel like it's going to help the consumer. I would love to pay for gas with Apple Pay. 
Granted, I haven't really driven a car in a while because I haven't needed to because I walk everywhere in the city. I don't even have my own car here. But if I did and I was still paying for gas a lot, this would be something that I would find very useful because I seriously find myself paying for things with Apple Pay all the time. Whether it's a Starbucks, an online purchase, a Grubhub or DoorDash or Uber Eats order, I use Apple Pay for pretty much everything. And I think that that started when I got my Apple Watch because it was so easy. I didn't have to have a credit card in my hand, my phone in my hand. I literally just paid by hovering my wrist, which had my Apple Watch on it, over the card reader. Simplicity at its finest. And then if I'm not wearing my Apple Watch, I really do just use my phone all the time to pay. And I think a lot of people are doing that more and more, which is probably why they're adding this addition too. And I know that it just says the United States right now, but you guys, my international listeners, don't worry. I'm sure that this is going to be successful and something that people really like. So mark my words, I bet it's heading to you guys incredibly soon. And I know that this update is being built in partnership with energy company H.F. Sinclair, like this article said, but curious to know if that will be expanded later on. I'm sure that it will, because 1,600 gas stations, while that's a lot, it's not that many if you think about it. Like all gas stations across the United States, and then all gas stations in the world, 1,600 isn't that big of a number. Although, even though I'm not driving a car right now, I know that gas prices have skyrocketed, so I wouldn't be surprised if most people start to walk everywhere. So I guess we'll see. If people continue to drive, I am sure this will be widely used. Alright guys, our next story is from Hype Beast, which is actually the parent company of Hype Bay. So, all of our stories are really coming from one central location this week. This story is for all my streetwear lovers out there, specifically those that live in Chicago. Or maybe you don't, but this could give you a reason to visit. Hype Beast writes, Supreme rumored to open Chicago store and launch Virgil Abloh MCA BOGO. Rumors are floating around the internet suggesting that Supreme is set to open its next store in Chicago. This will be the first U.S. store to not be in either New York or California, and follows on from VF Corp's expansion of the streetwear stalwart that's seen it take over Berlin and Milan in recent years. What's more, it's rumored that if the store does indeed open, Supreme could be releasing the MCA box logo t-shirt that was famously worn by Chief Keith at Virgil Abloh's exhibition, which back in 2019 sparked speculations of a Virgil Abloh x Supreme collaboration. One sample of this figure of speech debuted MCA BOGO went to market in 2020, and then word went quiet on this piece thereafter. Abloh is a Chicago native, which makes sense for Supreme to release the incredibly rare Pan-African flag-bearing BOGO. However, Drops by Jay also reports the store-exclusive t-shirt could be a Supreme photo tee depicting Chief Keef wearing the aforementioned BOGO. For now, it's presumed that Supreme will open the potential store in the Wicker Park area of Chicago, Illinois, at 1438 North Milwaukee Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60622. So, if this rumor does end up being true, I think that it would be really cool. I would love to go in this store. I would love to see what they have. Prices, obviously, are going to be very high. It's Supreme. But nonetheless, something about a Supreme store kind of also feels like an exhibit. 
it's so fun to go in there. It's so fun to look around. I've been to the one in California. I would love to see one in Chicago, especially if they're going to have the MCA box logo t-shirt that was worn by Chief Keith at Virgil Abloh's exhibition. It would be so cool. I want one. Probably will not be able to afford one, but I still want one. This also, I feel, just makes so much sense for Supreme Store to be here. It's kind of odd that they don't have one here. I mean, I know that they have limited the stores in the U.S. to the big states, New York, California. But Chicago, as a city that has so many of the premium stores here, so many of the premium brands, it makes sense. So again, if you guys needed a reason to visit Chicago, besides me just being here... Here's your reason. Maybe save up your money either just for the plane ticket to come see the store or a little bit more to make a purchase. I'm sure that if this store does come to fruition, the line is going to be out the door probably all day every day. But guys, don't worry. I will give you the first-hand experience. I will stand in that line however long it takes if it does show up in the city. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Thank you Hype Beast and Hype Bay for providing those stories. Now let's get right into what's good. First up, I have a functional fashion item that I personally find to be pretty cute as well. I just purchased them this last weekend and I'm actually currently wearing them right now, so that's how you know that they're good. They are the Under Armour Women's Run Up The Pace High Rise 2-in-1 Shorts. I got them in the color Fresco Blue slash Cruise Blue. These shorts, guys, are so comfortable, really flattering with the high-rise, thick waistband. And like the name says, it's a two-in-one short, so it has the built-in spandex underneath. I will say, I have only worn these so far for lounging. I have not worked out in them, so I don't know if the spandex inside rides up. That can be a problem sometimes. But regardless, I love these shorts as a lounging short, as an everyday kind of short, and I almost kind of don't want to work out in them because I feel like sometimes when I work out in stuff that I really like that are really comfortable, they don't remain the best quality. So maybe I'll get a pair that I just lounge in and a different pair that I work out in. I also don't have any shorts in this color, and it's kind of nice to just have a fun, athletic pair that you can either wear around the house or you can wear them to go do a quick errand, or you could work out in them, which is probably their original purpose based on the name alone and based on the fact that they're Under Armour. If you guys want to get them, either twin with me with this color or get a different color. They have a bunch of colors, more neutral ones, some fun ones. You can get them at Dick's Sporting Goods, and I would suggest getting them from there because right now they're 30 bucks instead of 50 bucks. So get them while the deal is still live. It says that it's a summer savings event, so now or never, guys. Next up for what's good is a hair product, something that I have never splurged on before. And I guess technically I didn't really splurge on it now. My mom bought it for me. Thank you, mom. Love you. Love you always, but also love that you bought this for me. It was very thoughtful. And it's not even a huge splurge, you guys. I'm kind of hyping it up but it's kind of a splurge in my eyes, and I'll explain why. But the product is the Aveda Wooden Paddle Hairbrush. Okay, now you guys are probably thinking, like, what, Emma, is just a hairbrush? Yes, but it's like a $30 hairbrush. And to some of you, that may not seem like a lot, 
to others. Maybe that's a ridiculous price. To me, I have never bought a hairbrush that wasn't from a convenience store, like a CVS or a Target. And I think I've done that because I've always thought, like, what's the huge difference between these brushes? It doesn't seem to make that big of a difference for me. So what's the big whoop? But this brush in particular is one that my sister has had for years. She loves it. She swears by it. And my mom has offered to get it for me multiple times. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't need it. I don't need it. But recently... I have found that I have been using two hairbrushes, one that's your normal paddle brush and the other that's a wet brush. And I've been using both because the wet brush is softer on my hair, so I don't feel like it's pulling at my scalp, but that one doesn't really brush through any kind of knots or anything like that in my hair. So then I have to revert to the other brush to take care of that. So I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I using two different brushes? Why can't I just find a paddle brush that doesn't hurt my scalp, that is still gentle on my hair, but gets the job done? And when I was home this past weekend, kind of intentionally, I didn't bring a brush with me because I knew my sister was going to be there, and I didn't want to have to bring two brushes. So I used hers, and I realized it was time. I needed the Aveda wooden paddle hairbrush. I should have made the decision years ago, but here I am. Again, thank you, mom. And I am here to tell all of you, you guys need this brush, okay? I think that it's worth the money. It probably will last longer than your other brushes, so it's actually a bit of an investment. Long term, you probably will end up spending less money overall because you won't need to replace your brush or have two of them. And this matters a little bit for us guys. The brush is very cute. It's that wooden look, you know? Just so chic, so simple, understated perfection, guaranteed to look great in your bathroom. Try it for yourself. You guys can buy it at Nevada Store, Aveda Online. Also, they have it at Nordstrom, they have it on Amazon, and it comes in the bigger size and a small little travel size, which maybe I'll get the small one one day but the bigger one is really the one that I needed in my life right now. Give it a try. You guys will not regret it. All right, guys. Last up for What's Good, your song, Ear Candy by Kay. As always, you can find it on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. All right, guys. Let's finish out the episode with Need to Know Basis. Another reflection for you guys this week. Like I said, I went home. A place that for the most part is so incredibly cathartic to me. I'm so grateful to have had such a great childhood that my home feels like a safe haven, especially when I haven't been in a long time. So even going for literally two days time, it just felt so nice, so right, And it's not only just being in the place that I was in, but also, like I said, it was really important to me to go home this weekend to see my sister. I've told you guys this before, but me and my siblings, we are so incredibly close. It is one of the worst parts about living so far away from each other. I think about it all the time. The fact that we all used to live under the same roof at one point, we all went to school together, 
We had dinners together. In the summer, we spent so much time together. We're a big game family, so we play a lot of games together. It's just something that I wish I would have known back then how much I would have missed it now because then you don't take it for granted as much. But I was kind of thinking about all of this before I was going to go home and I was really struggling with whether I should go home or not because I actually am going home again in like a week and a half. But unfortunately, my sister's not going to be there when I'm going to be there. And I just feel like I was really missing what summer feels like to me. Summer feels like home. Summer feels like family. I'm going to try to get my brother and sister to go back home in August so that we can all go to the state fair together. We have a state fair, by the way. If you don't know what that is, it is essentially a lot of food, a lot of walking, a lot of people watching. Just a really great, fun end of summer activity. I think I've talked about it before with you guys. But that's something, again, that is such a staple that I love going to do with my family. So everyone cross their fingers that my siblings will come home for that. But because I'm not positive that they are going to, and because I told you guys, like on the last episode, that I was feeling a little bit sad because I had just had a lot of family time, a lot of friend time, and I was feeling the lack of that a little bit now. It definitely pushed me to go home for the weekend and also to make it a surprise. One, I made it a surprise because I didn't want her to be disappointed if I couldn't come. But two, I love surprises. I know that some people don't. Some people hate being surprised. Some people hate doing the surprising. But I love it, especially when it's kind of a sure thing that they're going to like the surprise. I would not recommend surprising somebody that you don't know that well because I feel like that could be tricky territory. But this surprise, there was really no downside. I knew she was going to love that I was home. It made it a little bit more exciting for me too. So I was very happy with that decision. All of those things contributed to me going to my safe haven. But I also had a conversation with my sister's boyfriend about this when I was back. And I was saying something that I realize is really true for me. And that's that ultimately... What really made me incredibly sure that I wanted to go home was that I kept thinking about the memories that I'd miss if I didn't go home. And I'm not sure that that's the healthiest way to think, just to be clear, but there's something about me that every time I think about whether I should do something or whether I should not do something, the idea of not necessarily the actual thing that I would miss out on, but the memory and the positive thoughts that I would gain from having done that thing is what a lot of times makes me make the decision to do the thing. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but it's something that I've recently started noticing about me more and more. And I think that that's a lot about getting older. I have talked about memories before and how important memories are to me. And I think that that is only increased with age. But funny enough, even if it is kind of a backwards way of thinking and maybe doesn't allow you to live in the moment as much, I feel that it has made me do more. The prospect of losing out on the memory makes me do the thing that I think I ultimately wanted to do the most. And in my defense, I do get great memories out of those things. I'm not necessarily wrong in thinking there are memories to miss out on because there usually are. There are distinct images in my mind of this weekend that are now memories for me, that I've been thinking about this past week, 
And throughout the day, they've kind of just made me smile. <laughs> I've just thought to myself, aw, that was really nice. Or man, I can't wait until something like that gets to happen again. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that, but I guess it was more something that I just wanted to share. Because I think anything that pushes you to live a little kind of is better. And when I was having this conversation with my sister's boyfriend, he said that a lot of times what pushes him to do something is the why not mentality. If there aren't enough reasons for him to not do something, why not do it? If you don't have something going on that weekend, if there's not a distinct reason to tell you not to do the thing, go out and do the thing. And I think that's a great way of approaching it too. And truly not making excuses about why you can't do it. You know, because I think people can fall to that too. I don't want to go on an airplane. I don't want to wake up early. I don't want to feel like I'm traveling the whole weekend. Valid emotions, valid thoughts. But I think right now, in this stage of life, for me personally, I don't want to live on the excuse not to. I'd rather live on the reason to. Like I told you guys when I started this need to know basis section, very much just a reflection this week. Something that's been on my mind. So maybe if you're thinking to do or not to do, maybe that gave you a new perspective or some insight. For me, I am incredibly happy that I made the decision to go last weekend. I felt like it was everything that I hoped it would be and more. Thank you guys for listening to that reflection. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Pick pros over cons. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 